episode 441 evolutionary.org podcast coming your way it's me here and ricky v rock the rickster joining me what's up buddy q a hey what's up steve what's up guys how's everybody doing out there i'm always excited to get the podcast going man let's get it going i'm so excited win or lose i'm so excited all right, guys. You, you, you and your accents. Just, just cut it out. Cut it out with the accents. Bro. <laughs> All uh, right. So the first, we have four Q&As that were posted on the forum or you guys emailed in. So the first one is a really interesting one. And I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. One year blast and cruise, pros and cons. So um, what does this mean? Let me, let me kind of define it. I'll kind of bring in Rick and he can give his opinion. But let me, let me kind of define what blasting cruises for for a year so in other words you know this guy is running a cycle and it's not really a cycle it's just staying on but people say oh yeah i run i ran stairs for one year i ran a cycle for one year no no no. it's not a cycle you were just running stairs for a year let's just call it let's just call it how it is you know what i'm saying so in this in this kind of situation you're blasting and cruising. So you'd run a cruising dose. Usually it's testosterone. I don't know, hundred milligrams, 200 milligrams, 500 milligrams, whatever you consider a cruise dose. It just depends on how aggressive you're being. And then you're blasting and the blast phase would be you're running. Let's say you're running uh, 500 milligrams as your cruise dose, you would blast 2000 milligrams and you'd blast a bunch more testosterone and you add in trend, you add in equipoise and primo, whatever steroids you want to add. And that will be, you're blasting this shit out of it. Right. And then you do this for a year. So you'll blast for like 12 weeks, 16 weeks, and you'll cruise. Then you'll blast again. Then you'll cruise you do this for a year. So, you know, right off the bat, um, I can tell you right off the bat, you're destroying your reproductive system. That's the one thing that steroids do. When it comes to, they, they can slow kill you in other ways, but one of the main issues you have, if you're doing one year straight where you're shut down, your pituitary glands are dormant. And what happens is you cause dysfunction of your HBTA, of your reproductive system. And you may never be able to get that recovered. So that is the big risk of running a year straight of steroids, whether you're blasting cruising, whether you're running a small hundred milligram a week, TRT dose, doesn't matter. Being shut down is being shut down. So that, that is the big risk. Rick, what are your thoughts on this? Anytime you fuck with your endocrine system, you could put yourself in a problem where you can never get back. And I personally like knowing that my own natural production will always recover. You don't want to be in a situation where you have to medicate for life. What if you got to stop suddenly for good? You know, what if that happens? What if you have to like stop suddenly for good for whatever reason? You don't want to put yourself on TRT. You don't want to blast your body with synthetic androgens on an ongoing basis. It's, it's just not, I mean, you could ask me what are the science and the long-term studies, but I mean, 
you're putting a synthetic drug permanently into your body. What, what else do you need than that? So blasting and cruising, I don't, look, if you just have a medical condition and you can't produce enough testosterone, you're on TRT, fine. You're on TRT, done. You could cycle on top of your TRT, perfect, done. But don't call it a blast and a cruise. Just call it self self-imposed TRT. You know, you're, you're, you're using synthetic androgens basically to squash down your own natural production, which is, of course, you stay on it. It's, it's no blasting and cruising, nothing. It's just permanent, ongoing, self-imposed TRT is what you're doing. You know? So um, that, that's the pros and the cons. What do you, what, what you got, Steve? Get into some of the organ uh, issues with your liver. Your kidneys. Yeah, obviously, heart. anytime, anytime, anytime you take injectables, uh, oral especially, but injectables, you want to use liver support. So, this is Steve helping me get a good pitch for my product, uh, the product that I make and I sell, uh, N2Guard. Go to www.n2guard.com. Our liver support product, guys, I've been taking steroids for so many years, I've been doing this for quite a while. I've always used natural products to help me in my cycle. And when I got the opportunity uh, to launch this supplement company, I just started making the products that I want to take myself. I started making the products that I want to take with my own cycles. And I knew that many other guys out there like me would agree. And so I know some guys complain about us uh, um, promoting on the show a lot, but this is how we keep the lights on, how we stay open. doesn't matter where in the world you live. I can get a bottle of N2Guard over to you. If you have any issues, just contact me, www.rikivrock.com. Hit me up on social. Let me know what country you're in, and I'll work with you to help you get, get the bottle over there, man, or two or three or 10. You know, we can do this. We ship all over the world. Uh, just hit me up, guys. N2Guard has everything you need to support your stereotype. Next Q&A we're going to get into, we'll definitely hit that one up again, by the way. Stacking Primo and Trend. I think it's a really good cycle. Trembolone is your androgen. Primo is your anabolic, your mild anabolic. Primo also has good immune benefits, immune system benefits. And that's something that I've researched. Um, a lot of um, HIV AIDS doctors have endorsed Primo Bowling becoming uh, legalized for prescription because right now it is not legal in the United States to prescribe Primo Bowling. A lot of them want to because of the immune benefits, and they would love to prescribe it to their patients who suffer from these wet muscle wasting diseases because it's so good with the immune system. Well, Trembolone is the opposite. Trembolone is structurally designed to cause a tremendous amount of inflammation in the body because of the PG2A effects. So when you run Tremblone, you'll notice a lot of inf inflammation. You'll notice your cholesterol levels go nuts. You know, you'll notice a lot of organ strain on Tremblone. And that's why. So stacking these two together makes a lot of sense for that reason. So um, if you are looking to recomp, if you're looking to do a cutting cycle, if you're looking for something um, to stack with trend, 
Primo Bolin is, is, is a good option and vice versa. If you're looking, if you want to use Primo Bolin, you want something to add in there to give it a nice androgenic kick, then Trembolone would be perfect. So they kind of yin and yang each other. You know, they're kind of like opposites attract type of type of situation. So yeah, was a big, that was a big hit back in your day, Rick, uh, with Paula Abdul, opposites attract. So this is a perfect example what's your thoughts on this and, and by the way let me just tell you that the dosing i would do like let's say you want a recom i would do i would you know if i would do like 600 milligrams a week of the primo bowl and i would do 150 to 200 milligrams of the tremble so keep it keep it really conservative that's it that's all you need you don't need an oral you don't need tests you don't need nothing else and you just run it like that you don't even you don't need an ai you don't need you don't need shit it's really a simple cycle and it works great for recon Primo Bolin and Tremble on to be great stack. Why not? Why not? Give it a shot. Definitely, if there was ever a recomp stack, this would be one. We all know Primo Bolin is that recomp steroid, the one steroid that all bodybuilders think uh, helps them gain muscle mass, even while cutting down, even while losing body fat at the same time, even on a caloric deficit. And permanent, good, solid, permanent pounds that are easy to keep. And we all know Trembolone just enhances the way the other stairs you're taking really work. So stacking the two together, absolutely. And I like uh, Steve's proposed cycle. Five, 600 milligrams of Primo week uh, and keeping the tremble on the 200 milligrams. That's that's some good growing. You've got a good cycle there. If you do proper, good, hard training along with a good diet, uh, you're going to be real, real happy with, with the results on a cycle like that for sure. We're moving right along. Let's talk about, is it possible to work out with it without a gym? And uh, this topic came out on the forum because of a guy who was talking about, um, talking about uh, he's doing the home, he's got a home gym going. And uh, I've had home gyms before and I've worked out at franchise gyms. I worked out at private gyms. I'd say there's advantages to all the above. I mean, you work at a home, you're going to have a manager running up to you, uh, yelling at you. You're going to have other members pestering you. It's clean. Someone like me who's, you know, who is a very clean person. Uh, I don't like germs. I think people are disgusting. Uh, I, I read something that, um, like at the gym, the, the gym bar, there's like basically like shit all over everything because people, they wipe their ass and they touch stuff and it's just disgusting to me. So if you're a germaphobe, you know, I like working out from home. One of the home gyms, uh, perfect thing for a home gym right now would be uh, checking out your, you know, your whatever, the Craigslist and those types of places because what happens is People, they buy this equipment and then they use it for like a month or two and then they quit, you know, and that's how it works. And then they have this stuff gathering dust in their garage. So literally you could just go on there and see what they have for sale and just show up and then take a look at it and be like, eh, it's not what I thought, you know, I'll give you a you know, hundred bucks for it even though they want like 500 bucks. And usually they're going to be like, you know what? That's fine. Here, here's a, you know, just take it. Cause they're not using it anyway. It's just sitting in their garage. So you can get really good deals that way on equipment, really a squat rack, a bench. So you do bench pressing, 
You can, um, uh, uh, mats are very important. You need weights, rubber weights. If you're going to do compound lifts, you know, deadlifts, squats, cleans, rubber weights are, are really good. Um, so you don't damage your floor and, you know, and then you need, um, iron weights, dumbbells, stuff like that. So, you know, if you're smart about it, um, don't go online and just start buying, <laughs> you know, this stuff online because it's extremely expensive, brand new. Um, I remember one time I ordered two 45 pound rubber weights, those thick, thick rubber weights. I forget what they're called, Rick. But I remember I paid like $120 just for shipping. So, I mean, they're ex very expensive to ship. So I, it, it makes more sense just to rent a truck if you don't have a truck and go to uh, find someone who's selling this equipment and go if you want to do your home gym. But what are the advantages, you know, between going to a gym and, and, and working at home? I think the, um, the peer pressure, I think the environment of a gym, you've got, you know, a, a good quality meathead gym. You got women walking around and those tight, you know, yoga pants. You got people, you know, grunting. You've got a bunch of dudes with on steroids, you know, it's just the environment kind of, it's a peer pressure thing. And it kind of pushes you to push yourself more when you're in the gym. I find it much harder to be motivated on my own at home. And um, yeah, I mean, there's some ego, um, obviously that, that plays a role, but also it's kind of like you're in the gym, there's an audience, you know, there's people watching you and I like that. I like, I like that, um, that type of thing. Maybe it's a little bit of, um, you know, egocentric type of thing, you know? So, you know, I don't like it as much as I did five years ago or 10 years ago today. I don't really give a shit, you know, but it's still kind of, it's like a football player, you know, or basketball player. They, they play in front of a crowd and they make a, a big play and the crowd cheers and it, it pumps them up. So, you know, working out, and, um, you know, having someone spot you at the gym, that can be a big advantage. Having someone, um, you know, in the gym uh, kind of socialize with and, you know, and, you know, kind of talk and, you know, you hit the weights and be like, hey, you know, let's hit this let's squat together, you know, kind of push each other. So you get that peer pressure going, I think, too, in the gym. So I think there's advantages to both. Um, if you do work out from home, um, one of the big mistakes that I made was not having security um, when I would do these uh, like bench pressing, for example. If you don't, if you do it wrong, you can really, really hurt yourself. You can kill yourself. I've been in situations where I lifted the weights, I couldn't do the weight, or maybe I cramped up or something. So you want to make sure you don't have the clamps. On, on your weights this way if something goes wrong you all you have to do is just lean the bar one direction and the weight the weight will come off it'll come off on one end and then it'll flip to the other direction and come off on the other end so um versus the clamps being in there and you can't get the weights off and then you basically suffocate yourself to death so if you're going to work out from home you know i make sure that that can't happen or make sure it's a probably a good idea for someone to be in the house this way. If something goes wrong, you can scream and they could come help you something like that. So what's your tips, Rick? Uh, you can get a great workout at home, providing you have the right equipment to really work everything out. I mean, you could have a, 
a, a great, it depends on the home gym. Are you going to make really good progress? If you're already an advanced guy, right? A progress uh, with rubber bands and a couple of uh, dumbbells that you grad that you could grade and uh, maybe just a barbell, something like that. No, no, probably not, dude. You need a, a good rack to be able to do incline, flat, decline, bench. Make sure you get your military in. Make sure you can do squats. Make sure you can do proper deadlifts. Good array of dumbbells and the pulleys. You know the pulleys are the pulleys are are important. If you're if you're a beginner person, beginner guy, just a, even a girl just starting off, man, those rubber bands, all that stuff, the the bow with the rubber bands to do chest, all all of that, something it'll work. It's better than nothing. It's better than what you've been doing the last few years. But if you are an advanced guy, if you were you know if you're bench pressing in high school, and now you're like in your forties and you're still hitting it. Yeah, I mean, just a regular little bullshit ass home gym might might not cut it, might might just not cut it. I think between just needing the racks for everything from incline, decline, flat, bench, military, proper military, squatting, and the pulleys, and maybe not having the angles and and the assortment of pulleys that you can use, um, you might, you might just not get a, a great, a great full workout. You know, you might just not get, you might just not get th- that workout to hit every, every muscle, but you know, it, it could, will a home gym work? Can you work out at home? It depends if you got the right equipment. Um, that's for the advanced guy. If you're a new guy, as long as you're fucking training, you know, it's better than what you were doing before. Right. So as long as you're training, yeah, something will work. Something will happen. So uh, that's it. I train at a private gym now. I really, I really like it. Um, there's a lot less people. Um, you don't have the the meatheads. You don't have the hot chicks walking around. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of, you know, I miss, I miss that gym environment. The gym environment is is shit. But like I said, I mean, I don't have to wait an hour to get a bench press or. You know, I don't have to wait uh, to to get a squat and kind of put be pushy about it. And everyone's trying to fight over once one or two squat racks or four squat racks at a franchise gym you, at, you know, at five o'clock. You know, it, 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 I know what you're saying. Uh, um, I, I it's it's a different mood for me. I, I've had as many as three memberships. Uh, a little small local gym that's like two blocks away. A large a large kind of franchise gym that's at a shopping center that's further away about 15 20 minute drive and then a yoga studio and it kind of depended on what i was in the mood for that day you know or, or that or that week what my plans were and sometimes i just want to just get out it's literally like a block and a half two blocks away to to the small gym uh they had a couple of heavy bags all the equipment all the good equipment that you need no frills. I mean, um, there is just two showers and you're done. And then the larger gym, it they got the sauna, the 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 the, the steam room. They have the big ass jacuzzi. They have the pool. You could do laps in. They have the tanning uh, a thing. They do this hydro massages. Uh, they have a full kitted out a supplement store with equipment with smoothies. 
And then you have the shopping center on top. And there were times I used to just take my laptop, head out, get out to the gym, go get my cardio in while I watch uh, some content and sit down, um, you know, get some work done, have a little bit of food or whatever, um, go get a weight training uh, workout in a little bit later. But I would like literally sit there on my computer and do work for, for an hour and a half while I, you know, right after I ate my food, then I go train, just, just, just hung out. And then I would go and and I have my whole my whole little kit of soaps and my scrubs and everything. And I would just use the shower, use the facility. Man, I scrubbed down, <laughs> just made a day out of it. But by, by the time I got home um, around noon, I would I had, you know, a bunch of my work done. Uh, ate, you know, if I was eating in the morning at that time, I'd eat breakfast or do the same thing at night. I mean, whatever, you know, it was just like you just go and hang out. And you, you get a workout, you get a cardio, get a training workout in, get good food, and you hang out and uh, uh, do jacuzzi and do do some laps, laps at the pool. Um, kind of depends what you're in the mood in, uh, I think. But I like I like the water. I like going in jacuzzis and pools. And so, um, especially here in New York, it's really convenient to just have a gym where where they have that for you and you can go and use the facilities. And, and they have a, a kitchen, full kitchen, where they make healthy foods and stuff and you could you can hang out there but then again i wouldn't want to go do that every day if i just want a quick workout i wouldn't want to drive 15 minutes to get a to get a just a quick workout when i have a gym two blocks away the two gym two blocks away is like 24 bucks a month the one that's got all the amenities is like 35 36 bucks a month and um you know it's it's i find it well worth it uh, uh sometimes to have the option to do to do either or you like the you like the, you like the steam room right um, I like the heat. I like the water. I like all of that shit. I like to splish splash, man. Love it. All of it. You like to go in there all naked. Don't you, show uh, it off, show off don't you, don't, don't you, don't you go in the Turk baths? You go in the Turk, remember? Cause you're from Persia. You guys have Turk baths. <laughs> you, you go, you, you go in there, you go in there with a buddy and you beat them with leaves and you massage them and stuff in the Turk baths. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Is it, Turk uh, baths? You went to the Turk baths? You like the glad? You like the gladiator movies, huh? You like the you <laughs> you went to the Turk baths? The Turk baths, funny. Yeah, yeah, bro. The, the Turkish baths. You didn't go to the Turk you baths. You walk in there like all the like old. Yeah, you are... you you like you like go with your buddy and then you you, you strip him down then you beat him. It's like all those old farts in the steam room and you walk you... in there like naked, show it off like your abs and shit. The old dudes are all looking at you. They got the cigar in their mouth. They're sitting you there beat... like, man, I used to look like that. I used to look like him twenty years ago. Yeah. So when you um, so when you in the Turkish bath, you you beat your your friend with leaves. You uh, you body scrub him with when, a, with a cloth. What we do with grapes? I kind of drop the grape. And you 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 scrub them with the kisi. You scrub them with the kisi, and uh, it's yeah. <laughs> with the pumice. With the yeah. pumice. The the, uh, the lava pesh, rock. Pesh, uh, yeah, that's right. A peshmenta. <laughs> and you uh, <laughs> and you scrub them down. It's pretty cool. It's, it's good male bonding. It's good good healthy mm. male bonding. It 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 uh you know it's, it's good it's good it's good it's a good way to to let steam out. Let us have a baby batter out. <laughs> the baby batter, yeah. <laughs> So speaking of the speaking of the baby batter, let's talk about the last topic. Do steroids help with confidence? Can they attract? Others? You know, we, you know, we, we, you know, we, we can't make jokes like we, we just did, dude. We're gonna get canceled. You're like the 
least woke woke person I know. Like you can't you can't make jokes like that. By the way, this is the last time we do that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last one. Speaking of that, do steroids help with confidence? Can they try? I think we we talked about a little bit. Yeah. Of fuck this. yeah, we did. We have. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But but this is this guy actually has a story behind his thing. He he's concerned because he's. Um, you know, he's dating this girl and he feels like and she dumped him because she felt like he was a whim. So now he wants to use steroids to kind of change his personality to go from being a wimp to being a, a tough guy, you know, who can beat up other guys and stuff. So, you know, what, what are your thoughts on this one, Rick? What, do, do you think that let's say someone they've got like low confidence? Nah, it's not. It's, it's not going to do it. No, you got to already have it. Um, like what I find myself is. I'm usually a pretty positive, confident uh, guy to begin with. And then uh, when I have high levels of androgens in my system, I just, uh, I just envision a better outcome out of any situation already anyway. Like I'm already a little bit more fearless, a little bit more optimistic, and a little bit optimistic even that if a certain situation might not play out the way I like it to, that I'd still be able to manage through it. And we all have different life situations, different things that, that are always going on, work, uh, mates, friends, whatever, right? And as we go through our day and we think about things that we are embarked on right now, we, we think about what the fruition of those could be. And, and there's always uh, either some optimism or pessimism that could go with what you project in your mind, the future to bring from this situation. I think... Steroids really help to steer your, your brain projecting a positive future outcome, a positive. Um, and even, and even when, the, when the outcome may not be the most positive, you still feel you could power through it. And I've noticed that when my androgen levels are high versus when they're kind of normal to low. And, but I mean, how much of it is that? I think you already like you already got it. Like we talk about, can steroids make you a professional athlete? No, they could make a professional athlete into maybe an elite athlete. <laughs> they could maybe do that, but they're not going to take someone who's not a pro to begin with and make them a pro. But they can make a really good pro into just boom, elite. And maybe it's I think it's the same thing with the confidence. They can make someone that's already confident, already uh, very positive very uh, proactive, very outgoing, make them even more so. Let me just but, say this and I'll let you, I'll let you finish. I think but will they to... rewire, but will they rewire someone that is not confident at all, that is not really uh, uh, all there? Will they rewire them to just be, be uh, a more, no, they, it's not going to rewire you that much. I think, I opinion. think, I, I think, I think that a lot of people, they view steroids as the end all, like steroids can do this, steroids can do that. I think, you can use steroids as a tool to help with this because let's say, you know, you're a skinny guy, you're weak. You can't, you're not strong. It makes a fucking difference. Like it makes a difference when you are lifting weights, getting stronger, using steroids, doing incredible amount of weight. You get stronger when you do that. Like I've noticed that like with myself, like, like normal things like i can do them that a normal person can't do 
because I'm a hell of a lot stronger than these other people. Mm-hmm. So that in itself can bring you more confidence and project that to the opposite. Say, so I'll let you finish with the show. I know you have no, a lot but, of but quick, quick question. Quick question for you, Steve. Let me ask you this, though, what you're saying. Do you think that someone who is maybe a skinny guy or maybe a fat guy and gets his shit together, gets into the gym, starts taking sets to failure, starts uh, being a little bit hungry every day, maybe to lose that weight or start, you know, or starts having the consistency to really eat, scarf down the calories at the times that they're supposed to, blah, blah. And they take steroids. Do you think that you can become more confident just from the fact that you weren't into that kind of discipline and grind? You weren't pushing yourself to pain at a workout before. Now you are. Now you're eating right. Now you're getting in the gym. Now you're you actually have consistency in your life and you actually are, are setting a uh, uh, standards for yourself that are higher than they were. I think just the action of yeah, yeah, yeah. all of that. Yeah. All I, of I that think time. I think I think that more so than just putting on the mask, just just co- going in front of the mirror a few months, maybe a couple of years later, and saying, "Oh man, I'm buff now." I think the journey. I think would the building the body, the 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 consistency, and everything that goes into you building the body is really what is really what builds your your character and your confidence. Don't you think? I think it's a part of it. I think, I think, cause um, I think steroids can kind of take it, take it as uh, a kind of a tool. Um, I think having a discipline in life, it's just like you ever been in a situation where you, you know, you're trying to figure something out and you're having a hard time. And then you finally figure it out. You finally put the puzzle together and it's you that little satisfaction. So if I think if you feel that every day, as you improve in the journey, it can, it'll build a little bit of a seed of confidence slowly over time. And that can help, you know, attract people that wouldn't have been attracted to you before, you know? So you can, you can intimidate people being like that. You intimidate people, you know, and I've like, I've dated women who are like intimidated by me. They're like, oh my God, you know, you got such good. They're used to dating a normal fat American slob. And then they go to me, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, this guy's got four pack, six pack abs year round. He's muscular, strong. And it's just like, wow, you know, that's, that's, that's a difference to them. There's a huge difference. I don't notice it myself, but to them, it's a, it's a big difference. So I think this person who's asking this, I would tell them, get on a good workout program, get on a good diet program. You can use the steroids as a tool to get you where you need to be, but just hopping on the steroids, it's not going to work because there's so many people that just to take steroids and they don't get any results. There's people that go to the gym and they bust their ass in the gym six times a week for a year straight. And they don't look any different because Maybe their genetics suck, but I think it has more to do with just their, their workouts suck. Like they don't understand how to work out. They don't understand progressive overload. They don't understand how to stress their body out properly. They're not pushing themselves. It's, it's being uncomfortable. You have to be a little uncomfortable when you're training yourself to improve. You can't just go to the gym, do a set, and then, oh, my God, uh, my bicep is burning, so I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm good. 
Um, I said, no, you got to push through. You got to get that burn going. So you got to push yourself a little bit. So it's, I think all, all factors in for sure. But the sense of accomplishment of making progress, that all can raise, will raise your, your confidence levels, I think. And, um, you know, and feeling good about yourself is very, very important. So I'll let you finish out, right? We got a minute left. Any final thoughts? Discipline equals freedom and consistency equals confidence. So uh, I think being resilient, being consistent beyond it's more important than being talented or gifted or smart or whatever the fuck, just being consistent, being resilient. And uh, that'll give you confidence. Again, like I said, steroids can help the brain a little bit, maybe uh, be a little bit more optimistic about outcomes, but everything else behind it still has to be there. So I don't know. That's just my, my last thought on that. All right. Great show guys. Q and a is in the books. Episode 441. We'll have another Q and a next week. We'll talk to you guys then. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Yeah. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.